Hey everyone, this is Miss Akimoto with your next chapter of The Phantom Tollbooth. So, yesterday we finished up chapter 3, where Milo and Talk had made it to Dictionopolis and to the word market. And they met the cabinet of the king of Dictionopolis, Azaz the Unabridged. And, you know, what was funny about them was that they all spoke in synonyms. They all just said the same thing but with different words, which is kind of funny. So anyway, they told him to enjoy the word market, and then they scampered off after inviting him to a uh, banquet later. And so let's see what happens next. This is chapter four, confusion in the market place. Indeed it was, for as they approached, Milo could see crowds of people pushing and shouting their way among the stalls, buying and selling, trading and bargaining. Huge wooden-wheeled carts streamed into the market square from the orchards, and long caravans bound for the four corners of the kingdom made ready to leave. Sacks and boxes were piled high, waiting to be delivered to the ships that sailed the Sea of Knowledge. And off to one side, a group of minstrels sang songs to the delight of those either too young or too old to engage in trade. But above all the noise and tumult of the crowd could be heard the merchants' voices loudly advertising their products. Get your fresh pick ifs, ands, and buts! Heya, 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 nice ripe wheres and whens! Juicy, tempting words for sale! So many words and so many people! They were from every place imaginable, and some places even beyond that. And they were all busy sorting, choosing, and stuffing things into cases. As soon as one was filled, another was begun. There seemed to be no end to the bustle and activity. Milo and Talk wandered up and down the aisles, looking at the wonderful assortment of words for sale. There were short ones and easy ones for everyday use, and long and very important ones for special occasions, and even some marvelously fancy ones packed in individual gift boxes for use in royal decrees and pronouncements. Step right up, step right up, fancy best quality words right here, announced one man in a booming voice. Step right up, ah, what can I do for you, little boy? How about a nice bag full of pronouns? Or maybe you'd like a special assortment of names. Milo had never thought much about words before, but these looked so good he longed to have some. Look, talk, he cried, aren't they wonderful? They're fine if you have something to say, replied Talk in a tired voice, for he was much more interested in finding a bone than shopping for new words. Maybe if I buy some, I can learn how to use them, said Milo eagerly as he began to pick through the words in the stall. Finally, he chose three which looked particularly good to him, quagmire, flabbergast, and upholstery. He had no idea what they meant, but they looked very grand and elegant. So, just so you know, quagmire is a word that means a um, something that you get stuck in, like kind of like a bog or quicksand would be a quagmire. Flabbergast is to be appalled and surprised by something. And upholstery is the fabric that you use to cover chairs and sofas. So, now you know what they mean. How much are these? Milo inquired. And when the man whispered the answer, he quickly put them back on the shelf and started to walk on. Why not take a few pounds of happies, advised the salesman. 
They're much more practical and very useful for happy birthday, happy new year, happy days, and happy-go-lucky. I'd like to very much, began Milo, but, or perhaps he'd be interested in a package of goods. Always handy for a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and goodbye, he su suggested. Milo did want to buy something, but the only money he had was the coin he needed to get back through the toll booth. And talk, of course, had nothing but the time. No, thank you, replied Milo. We're just looking. And they continued on through the market. As they turned down the last aisle of stalls, Milo noticed a wagon that seemed different from the rest. On its side was a very small, neatly lettered sign that said, Do it yourself. And inside were 26 bins filled with all the letters of the alphabet from A to Z. These are for people who like to make their own words, said the man in charge. You can pick any assortment you like or buy a special box, complete with all the letters, punctuation marks, and a book of instructions. Here, taste an A. They're very good. Milo nibbled carefully at the letter and discovered that it was quite sweet and delicious. Just the way you'd expect an A to taste. I knew you'd like it laughed the letter man, popping two G's and an R into his mouth and letting the juice drip down his chin. A's are one of our most popular letters. All of them aren't that good, he confided in a low voice. Take Z, for instance. Very dry and sawdusty. And the X? Why, it tastes like a trunk full of stale air. That's why people hardly ever use them. But most of the others are quite tasty. Try some more. He gave Milo an I which was icy and refreshing, and talk a crisp, crunchy sea. Most people are just too lazy to make their own words, he continued, but it's much more fun. Is it difficult? I'm not much good at making words, admitted Milo, spitting the pits from the pea. Perhaps I can be of some assistance, A-S-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E, buzzed an unfamiliar voice. And when Milo looked up, he saw an enormous bee, at least twice his size, sitting on top of the wagon. And that's where we're going to stop for now. So you're going to need to come back tomorrow if you want to find out what happens in Chapter 4. And I want to see if you can guess, who do you think this new character might be? Let's talk to you tomorrow.